Can I invite Eduardo to come on stage and give us a brief presentation? Eduardo is the Professor of Computer Music at Plymouth University. He's, he's and self-confessed to be working at the crossroads of music and science. He describes how during one of a, a performance of one of his works, he observed signs of bewilderment in the audience. Setting computer composition alongside soloists and gaining inspiration from animal and insect noises, his work will under, uh, challenge our understanding of music. His belief is that mus the music of speech has the fast lane into the brain. Thank you. Well, first of all, I'd like to thank the organ organizers for the invitation to participate in this um, most interesting event. So, I'm a composer. Um, I understand very little of medicine. Um, I'm still wondering why I'm being invited to come here, but um, <laughs> uh, I will share with you some of my ideas. On the theme of voice, composers are often um, characterized in terms of their musical voice or style. Um, I must confess, I, I, I don't think I have found my voice yet. Um, but I'm not bothered about it, because I think the journey of finding my own musical voice as a composer is a very exciting one. And I don't want this journey to, to finish. So it's not a bad thing that I don't have my own voice yet. And the, uh, the act of musical composition for me is, it entails journeys, um, journeys of exploration into sound. And I'm always looking for new sound, for new ways of making sound. So that is my life as a composer. And, and I, these journeys are incredibly interesting, I find. And I compose music because I want to share what I find in these journeys with my audience. So people ask me, why, why you compose music? That's why I find it, the world of sound fascinating. And I, I compose because I feel the need to share these things um, with others. Now, let's see if I can change that. Yes, I can. So for instance, at the moment, so there's a photograph of me working on a piece that I'm writing at the moment, where I, I'm exploring new ways to play the piano. So in addition to play, placing things in the strings to change how the strings sound, I'm using electromagnets to vibrate the strings. And this way, I'm looking for new harmonic components that the piano may produce that um, are not produced when it's played normally. <laughs> so these, these journeys of explorations into, into new sound worlds, they do require some sort of compass, a creative compass. So every composer has his or her own approaches to the art of composing music. And my compass, my creative compass is, it points to science, to scientific understanding. I'm fascinated by science. And um, I am, my past, uh, before I adopted the, uh, my hat as a composer, I worked on artificial intelligence for a number of years. The first photo you saw before, was me in the research lab at Sony, um, developing vocal techniques, uh, speech synthesis, and so on. So um, 
And within this scientific sort of world where I live uh, in as a composer, uh, computer modeling is very important for me. I use computer models all the time. So I learn how to program computers. I'm proficient in, in computer programming as well as um, writing dots and lines to make music. So today, um, I'm going to share with you a couple of my exploratory journeys into new sounds, and I will focus on the theme of voice. And, um, and these uh, this two journeys I'm going to present here very briefly, they, you know, one of them is into modeling the human vocal tract. So how, how can one understand, especially myself as a, as a musician, how can I better understand how the human voice works um, using um, modeling? So that's my, you know, one of the things that excites me. And the other one um, is um, an interest I have into evolutionary ideas. And um, I've been trying to understand how music might have evolved so fast, uh, so far away in the past. Um, and for doing that, I'm, I have a photo of two robots there. I'm using robots to model the evolution of song. So, the sounds of the human voice. A voice um, has a very specific auditory signature. You, you may know that. You may need, not need to repeat this here. And these signatures are given by the acoustic properties of a vocal tract. So the vocal, for, uh, the vocal cords produce a rich sound, uh, sound rich in spectrum, which is then filtered by our vocal cavity. And depending on how we shape our vocal tract, our vocal tract acts as a filter that filters out some components of the spectrum and amplifies others. So the, uh, our vocal cords produce very rich sound, which is then filtered by the vocal tract. So this can be simulated uh, on a computer using filters, which is a very um, well-known method that um, has been developed by engineers. Um, so you can synthesize voice by implementing on a computer filters and simulators that would produce sounds that are more or less similar in constituent uh, to, uh, to the sounds produced by the glottis. So um, with this method of you know, this understanding that I gained by doing this, um, I devised a method for composing which I, I refer to as phonetic grounding. What I do is I analyze recordings of people speaking, and um, in this analysis, I extract um, important frequencies in the spectrum, which are called formants. And I kind of, I have a way to convert the frequencies of the formants into uh, musical notes. So the, the closest frequency of a musical note that is that best match a certain frequency in the vocal spectrum, I associate a note with it. Then I build musical scales with that. So um, you can see here, for example, a um, very simple graph there showing what I mean by formants. These are high frequency components in the vocal spectrum. 
And these frequencies I then translate into, into notes. And these notes have a certain label I give, which are vowels that are associated with the respective frequencies in the spectrum. So uh, just to give you an example of the kinds of music that can be made with this, um, I will play, um, ask to play example one. Okay, so that was a, a choral symphony. And the, the words are all made up Latin sort of sounding like words. All these syllables that correspond, the vowels that correspond to specific pitches of my scale, when I write a melody, that those particular notes are sung by vowels that better correspond to those notes. So I invented this language, which sounds quite convincing, and our ear, <laughs> you know, our ear perceive it as, as musical and linguistic and so on, because of this deep connection, structural connection in the composition. I found these kind of things fascinating. That really fascinates me. I also composed another piece using um, the synthesizers um, that I've designed. Um, to produce um, surreal singing, which I then played with the BBC Concert Orchestra um, at the South Bank Centre two years ago. And that was the bewilderment that uh, was mentioned earlier. The audience was completely baffled by myself sitting with a computer at the back of the orchestra, producing these very grotesque utterances and, you know, with the orchestra. And that is... That is what I mean by looking into new ways, new sonorities, new exciting things that would then take the audience perhaps out of the comfort zone. Um, I would like to play um, example number two, please. Oh. Oh. question that arises here is, is this voice or not? If it was not produced by a human being and is a, is a machine that's producing sounds that perhaps we would not be able to produce, but then we identify that as voice. So what is it that makes it sound like voice? Perhaps it's a construction of our, our own brain. Now, I'm, I'll go to move on. We don't have much time. Um, to the next, my next journey, um, I'd like to share with you is, um, is uh, with my work on modeling the evolution of music. I know this is a bit contentious, but I'm taking this as a purely practical 
you know, composer's um, you know, um, way of looking into things. So I, what I want to hear are ideas that will help me in my musical art. But um, I've, I'm fascinated by this field of artificial life. I've been reading a lot about it. Um, so it studies phenomena that's to do with, with, um, with life, with na natural living systems through, through computer modeling. So um, I built a model in my laboratory with my students. My students are clever people because I, I, you know, they are all engineers. And, and uh, I ask them to produce some software for me, and they do very quickly. So they implemented for me a, a model whereby a group of robots, we have six robots looking like this, and they are programmed with motor ability, a kind of a, an artificial vocal system. It's all in software. Um, a simple ear, they analyze the sounds, um, the spectrum of the sounds, and so on. And they have some sort of memory where they associate kind of motor controls that they learn with things that they hear. So they, they, um, what they are programmed to do in life is to try to imitate each other. So they start bubbling all sorts of random things. And as the interactions go, sometimes it goes for weeks, they begin to imitate each other. So it's pretty much, you know, metaphorically, uh, like a baby imitating uh, the, uh, the parents. Um, although um, it's not very musical, this kind of simulation, what, what I find interesting is this interaction that can be modeled um, with machines. So I'll show you here a movie. This movie is um, at a very advanced stage of the robots interacting, where they have bubbled to each other for almost 10 days here, and then they can evolve a very little, um, short repertoire of little songs that they, they sing to each other. Can you play the, the movie, please? They are trying to imitate each other. They listen and try to work out what to do with their vocal system to imitate. Just show my last slide, and then I will um, give away to my colleagues. Um, I have programmed this, the same kind of system to produce rhythms instead of instead of songs, just 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 the rhythms, and I've um, then orchestrated the, these rhythms um, on our orchestra. So I've used the system here to provide me with rhythmic content, which I then um, have orchestrated. Um, and then I'll finish my short intervention with this uh, excerpt of this composition. Thank you. So can you please play uh, example four, please?
Thank you.